This is CliffCentral.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you're about to enter into the shortest hour in the week, I'd like to welcome you and hope that you're about to enjoy the ride we're about to have. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unplugged Radio Show. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Welcome to it. It's another one of those really great days. This is the Unplugged and Inchard Radio Show. I'm Wizard That Guy, and I'm also right here with my main man. Yeah, Simpiwe Pedros. You Simpiwe know it. Pedros. He wanted me to say it because I say it better. <laughs> Simpiwe Pedros. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Oh, good, champ. I'm you fired doing? up. I'm on top of the world. Welcome. Do you realize that I'm on top of the world? Let me tell you something. I'm standing right now. Let me just stand real quick. I'm standing, and when I look be- below me is the world. And you right here with me. So let me shake your hand, sir. Welcome to... To the top of the world You're right here with me sir We All are right. on top of the world right All now right. You realize that I feel it I Yeah feel man it. It's just a different perspective I told everybody That this is winning season I ain't done winning yet I'm out here man I'm still winning I'm still winning Guess what I'm still winning I told people about a month ago This is winning season And it's not stopping yet In fact I'm already In the second year of 2017 I don't know where you at You better catch up Come on guys We gotta keep on winning man Keep on winning Keep on keeping on yeah, man, that's how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, so yeah. much energy, bro. Like I told people, like I, I, if I take, if I say to you, "Hey, man, how you doing?" If someone asks me first, I'm like, "I'm absolutely fantastic." And how you doing today? And if they say I'm good, then I'm like, "Then get out of here." Come With back the whole tomorrow. American accent and everything. Get out of here. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not absolutely fantastic, you better come back tomorrow because being fantastic is not a condition; it's a decision. Mm. Yeah. I you gotta you. decide I feel you That you're doing good You gotta decide That your life's on track Preach Where's up Preach Yeah man <laughs> That's what I'm about these days We got a crowd of people Looking at us Right through the window guys Like the whole NetBank team is here uh, And they're watching us They're having a seminar Right here at the studio So it's gonna feel a little awkward But guess what I ain't gonna let nobody Get <laughs> In front of my greatness Alright I'm out here I'm out here It'll be great guys Absolutely fantastic I'm feeling good man I'm hoping you're feeling good too Because feeling good is a decision guys You wake up in the morning And you say uh, You know somebody asked me Hey um, um, how's your day looking like You know people normally say that And yeah, then now yeah. you're supposed to say What you're going to be doing They ask me How's your day looking like I'm like it's looking like winning <laughs> yeah, I've already declared it. I'm about to go out and I'm about to win. Watch out, world. It's looking like a whole amount of beautiful. Yes, yes. I feel you, bro. Yes. I feel you, man. That's a whole lot of energy. That's okay, it, man. I want to absorb some of your energy, but I want to, yeah. I want to kick off the show differently this week. You know, I, I got a, I got a, an audio clip that I want to play for you. It's I hope the, it's not going to make me sit down because I'm already standing. <laughs> nah, I think it's going to hype you up, bro. Okay, cool. I think it's going to hype you up. Have a listen right here, bro. There There will be days where heaven does not seem so close. When When there there seems to be no hope. Your back is hugging the ropes and that stomach could use some bread. When the air in your lungs feels like lead. But all the fight in your breath has disappeared and left. Strive during the tough weeks. The ones where everything feels like Monday morning. The train ran local and you keep spilling your coffee at the desk of a job that looks nothing like the misspelled poster pinned to that dreamy first grade call when they asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? Anything but a coward. During the long walks to work, your wallet is filled with the lint of last month's bill. 
bills, knees weak from dusting your life problems under the rug of success. There, there will, will be, be times when you're at your lowest point. You are the ash of a phoenix with clipped wings that will never rise. You are a broken levee, unable to control the drowning of your household. Strive during the sting and the swallow of the worst beating, the black eye, the bloody lip, the five seconds after you caught her cheating. The unprayable eruption of rage, the millisecond before the body, before the body becomes a landmine, trigger ready to burst into smoke. Things, Things will fall, fall apart, apart, break, rapture, rip, rip at, at the, the seams. seams when your spirit is starving and your heart's got plans on becoming a martyr. When the aftermath of blood and battlefield pours itself into the flesh of the universe. And the scars grow so thick there's barely any skin when left. When the fog dwindles upward into the empty spaces between the clouds and the pain rains down. Tumbling to the sound of screams and unobtainable dreams as they mummy the land. When, when lust is seen to have mangled the spine of love. Strive! And may the days you wished you were someone else never return. May you learn the braille of glory and happiness and to the sidewalk sing with, with everything you truly are. To the street corners cave in your name and the nightmares are no more. May the more. faith engulf depression into ash. May the quiet of demons be muffled, silent like the breeze of an explosion. May the hands, the breath, the pulse, the feet push forward until, until every doubter quakes with fear and, and the, the buildings beat with the blood of our existence. Strive! May, the, may, may you learn to mend yourself. May the muscle flex in the eye of defeat. May the tears spring from the face of the wounded. May the vulnerable stand monumental and moveless. Strive! 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 strive, strive. Like you're a marching band of single mothers and you've smelled your kids' dreams so you know you gotta make it. An immigrant worker slaving to feed the belly of your country two oceans away. Strive! strive like your heart's the size of a blue whale. Like you're shouting to the edge of your fingertips. Strive! strive like Nina Simone is singing at the finish like line. Like to overture picking the locks from our ankles and wrists. Strive! Like you know prisons are man-made but minds are God-made. So, so hold them shake that gospel out of your bones. Strive like you got biracial hair in Birmingham. You're that girl and you got ten things to say to a black woman. There will be days when heaven doesn't seem so close. When the, when the dust settles, when the smoke clears, only the power of will shall remain. Those who fight shall conquer. During the toughest of weeks, the longest of walks, the days when heaven doesn't seem so close. Strive. It's heavy, right? Yeah. <laughs> In the beginning, I was like, no, man, this is too deep. Oh, my gosh, what's going on? <laughs> and then it, it's, it started picking up, started picking up. And, and um, wow, wow. So, so the reason why I played that clip is as much as you're saying we're in a winning season, as much as you have to win individually, you got to realize that on the other side of you winning is somebody else's victory as well. And it's time that we strive, not just for ourselves, because I feel like when we're just pushing for ourselves, we're never going to get to the stage where we can push through the barriers and break through for other people as well. So it's time to get to a stage where you are striving for a legacy, a legacy that's beyond your life, beyond your children's life. Greater than your grandchildren's children, dog. It's like mm. three or four generations down. That's where you yeah. get to. That's where we need to get to. We need to be very intentional with the lives that we are living. Because I'm not trying to create like a new money kind of life. I'm I'm talking about that old money where I'm I'm long gone, but mm. my kids are still eating, or my grandchildren's children are still eating because of my sacrifice. Yeah. That's the type of winning we gotta get to. Yeah. So I want to emphasize each and every one of you, like no matter what what you're facing in life, no matter what your journey is. 
there is a beautiful ending to it and that you can make it no matter what. You just got to keep on striving. You got to keep on fighting. You got to keep on holding on to mm-hmm. the purpose that you have because that's the biggest thing. We got to dig deep in these days and not just scratch the surface. We got to tackle the injustices of the time and rise, rise above them, bro. That's, yeah. that's how I feel. We got to rise above, man. Wow. Yeah. No, that's very true, man. I think, uh, what you're saying about uh, legacy is actually something that's really important that we, we are not, I mean, um, Jay-Z said it in his, one of his new songs, uh, he, he, he's really not, I'm, I'm not going to quote him on exact words because <laughs> it's a little strong language here and there. But what he's trying to say is that he does, he doesn't like this thing of living rich and dying poor. Yeah. Mm. And that, that's literally, you know, that's the Instagram life, you know, the, yeah. the, 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 the life on fleek, eyebrows on fleek, always on a, on a holiday. 13 months out of 12. Yeah. How can you? <laughs> You've seen those people. Yeah. Like, when do you work? Where do you work? Exactly. Where do you get the money for these holidays? You know, Damn. people are always out here boomeranging, um, Seychelles and, and, and Mauritius and things. And you're thinking, do you own a property yet? Dog, what you do know? you eat for dinner every day? You eat two minute noodles. Like, you, you know what I you're mean? You're always on holiday. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's so crazy that um I, I see a lot of young people um our age mm. on on these boat cruises and they're overseas um on lovely holidays you know yeah, they're splurging yeah. and obviously it's it costs some money I mean tickets to fly and come back would probably be set you about twenty grand and yeah, then yeah. you're still gonna have need spending money and traveling money when you're there and, and accommodation and your visa and all these things. So easily fifty, sixty grand could have been spent in that in that trip. Just one and, trip. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. wonder and these guys normally have no property yet. They don't own anything yet. They don't have you might say I have a car, but the car is not a an asset. It, it's 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 a depreciating yeah, asset. Yeah, yeah, to some it's yeah. not like having property, you know. Yeah, and it's and you'd wonder, you know, what what are we doing? Are we are we so preoccupied with trying to live rich, you know, trying to make sure that people know that we're we're living that life, mm. that lifestyle. You my lifestyle. You my lifestyle. You my life. <laughs> you you know? do the moves, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so many people want that lifestyle. Yeah. The one from the music videos, you know. But why do you think they want to do that? I think that's the biggest thing we need to address here because mm. there is an underlying reason and yeah. a, a pursuit for a facade that doesn't even really exist. What's I think quote? it is it is millennials that it that millennials want to be famous. Yeah, millennials want to live like the rich and famous mm. because that's what that's what TV brought. Yeah, um, before us, TV was still very new. Yeah. And people didn't know what to put on TV. In fact, um, some research indicates that the first ads on TV were voiceover artists reading the ad. That- oh, wow. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. So back in the days, rich and famous was not a thing to yeah. put on TV. They didn't know what to put on TV. Mm. TV's new. Actually, TV's really new. Yeah. And internet is just as new. In fact, I mean, internet is, is like brand new, still has the tag on it. So yeah. Yeah. When you get into internet, Internet you still get that new car smell. <laughs> you know? yeah. That's how new internet still is. Yeah. Obviously, some of us feel like it's been around forever because we grew, we got born and next thing there was internet and we don't know a life without it. But older people will tell you that man, this stuff just got here now. Actually, with you, you got here exactly when this stuff got here. Mm. So we don't know it too, and we don't know what it can do. We don't know its impact or anything. So I think that um, its impact has made. Everybody want to live like 
the Kardashians. Mm. Everyone, everyone's out here taking a selfie about what they're eating because they think what they're eating is so amazing. Yeah. Everyone's trying to, you know, take a selfie of the new shoes, outfit of the day because they think we are all so waiting to see what you're wearing so today. So basically everybody wants to be seen by everyone. Yeah. People and are like, uh, I've lost weight. Oh my gosh. Look at the gains. I'm like, what the hell? Do you think we want to see your thighs and your gains <laughs> and your losses? Yeah. You know what I mean? People yeah. are so self-centered yeah. around selfies and, you know, it's the, it's a alliteration of the S really. Yeah. Selfie, self-centered, selfish. Yeah. Baba. It's the whole, thi- the whole baba. design. The whole yeah, design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and with that, uh, is the whole get money, spend money. Yeah. As, and blow, Credit, whatever you can get, you just need to look attractive because that's what emerging markets are all about. They're yeah. about trying to look the part, trying to look better than what the generation before you did and saying that, hey, uh, last year, I mean, um, let me just say a few years ago, my dad was using a bicycle. Now we have a beamer. You know, it's that, that's that. And, and then there's, and, um, the, um, this this society, uh, especially the the um, the economy that we are in, applauds that. You know, it applauds. Uh, like Vusi Timaguay was was saying um, um, at this event once, um, actually about two weeks ago, he was saying a car, for instance, something like an SLK. Yeah. Um. You you will never like you you. I mean, it's you're losing so much money when you're financing that thing because by the time you finish paying it off, you've paid so much money and yet it is worth so little of that money. And, uh, and if you run into any problems, they could take it away. And, um, yet, um, when you, for instance, let's say trying to go into business and you use a lot of your money and it's not really quite showing up just as yet, or even if you buy a, a property that, doesn't cost half what this SLK costs. People applaud this SLK. People applaud this this car so much. Mm. Yet it it means so little to you in an economy in a in economical sense. It yeah. just maybe it means more to you in in the social sphere, but that's all. So basically, I think what you're saying is that so many people are focused on themselves, right? And uh, mm. they want to draw attention to themselves rather than really being a solution to the world's needs to some degree. Mm. So I think the solution to what what we're facing and uh, this thing is um, really getting over yourself. To some degree, you really need to get over yourself and realize that life is not necessarily all about you, but really making an impact with the life that you live. People will remember you for the value you added into other people's lives, not necessarily what you did for yourself. How do you feel about that? Yeah, but um, how do you, how do you hustle without, like, it, it, so what you're saying is, is, um, you you you're not seeking to, to um make your your entrance felt, but your presence missed. So, I mean, your, 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 your absence missed. So your presence will only be felt. Like basically what I'm saying, your presence will only truly be appreciated once they realize, once they truly value your absence or they understand the fact that you contributed so much to their lives. Mm. So it's one so, thing. So some people hate this thing of, of getting the roses when they're dead. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel mm. you. So basically, not achieving, not receiving the acknowledgement. People want the, they the want applause. The, yeah, they, they want, want the, it now. So now, as the, loud as possible. So now the the question comes to: Do you are you doing it for the cause or the applause? Because there is a difference. So they, if Lesejo was here, he was going to say, "I think, uh, I think, I can, I think it's possible to, to, um, 
to get both. Like, Lesego. Lesego will say like this. He's a cutthroat guy. He's, no, Lesego will uh-huh. say, okay, well, first and foremost, what's the value proposition? How am I getting value <laughs> from this? That's what he'd first yes. say. And um, how much am I making from this? You yes, know? yes. Like, that's who Lesego is. And then he says, okay, cool. So if people benefit in the process, great. That's great, because I benefited. <laughs> yes. So, but that's a beautiful thing, because Lesego knows who he is, and yeah. he knows what he wants in life. Mm. But my thing is, I think we live in a culture where we're pointing out, pointing, drawing attention to ourselves and mm. not really cultivating, creating solutions yeah. that meet the future, our, our current needs to create the future, right? So mm. how do we, how do we really become the solution to the things that we have? You know, it's so interesting because I remember once we hosted a, a seminar and we had, um, a gentleman, he's a professor, um, Togozani uh, Majozi, uh, really esteemed and qualified professor. Mm. I mean, you can Google him; is absolutely very accomplished. Yeah. And at the time, now I think he serves at uh, at Wits, and he serves pretty high up there, and also at uh, CSIR as well. So before this time, um, he was at the University of Pretoria, and uh, we asked him to come and speak at a at an event that we were hosting, and uh, he agreed. Which, by the way, is like very impossible, but somehow he agreed, maybe also because I was a student. And um, then we made a poster. Obviously, we need to attract students to come to this thing. Yeah. So we Google a nice picture of him winning an award. So we take that picture with uh, Khalima Mutlanti giving him this award and it looks pretty cool. And he's holding this award and we're saying, come meet the black coffee of science, you know, <laughs> and we say, uh, you know, life changing, blah, blah, blah. You know, we yeah. trying to, we trying to hype this thing up so that students will come because I mean, it's so hard to, it, it's crazy. That's another thing, by the way, I want us to maybe one day speak about or even today later that some students, especially varsity students yeah. like you, uh, Tux, for instance, mm. have this thing of, they're already set. Like life is set for them. They don't they think need they know it all, right? nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you're trying to help them, you have to beg them to help them. Mm. You're like, why, why do I have to beg you to help you? Like, mm. isn't help just here? And then you realize that shucks, that thing could help me. Yeah. And yeah. then you come for it. Instead, these guys are like, oh, I don't know why I should be doing this. Um, I don't understand that. But anyway, so yeah. now we had to hype this thing up so that we can, you know, beg them to help them. Yeah. And um students came, man, it was packed, really packed. But just before that, in and in fact also on the day, Mr. Tokozani Majosi, Professor Tokozani Majosi had problems with this. First of all, he said, Why did you guys put my picture on the poster? I I I don't do that stuff. Mm. Um scientists do not do that stuff. Actually what he meant is scientists of his generation don't do that. Yeah. Because what he was saying is that we want our name and our work to speak for us. Yeah. Not so. So it's not like hear my face, say my face. No. If you say my name and the work, it must speak for itself. Yeah. You didn't have to put a picture of me holding an award for people to get the fact that I'm big. My name should have been enough. Exactly. Say, Togozani Majosi is coming. It should have been enough. You should have put some other picture of a person um, doing some scientific things, but not me. Mm. That's that's how. And, and they are so not self-centered. It yeah. is, it's a different way. It, it is about m- let my contribution to science speak. That's what I'm talking not, about. Not, yeah. 
not me who I am. Yeah, yeah, look at my face. Hey, look at who I am. Yeah, yeah. He's like, my contribution to science must do all the talking. So say rather, Togozani Majosi, um, founder of this, inventor of this, and also did that. That's what he wants. Yeah. Not, hey, my face, hey, uh, black coffee of science. <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually quite interesting, you know, a totally different way of, of doing things. And, uh, and, uh, and I don't think that the, the millennial scientist would feel the same because I see dentists who take selfies of themselves now. Mm. I see dentists who, who are out there, you know, at award ceremony and a, a, like at a, a summer awards and in people's music videos. I'm like, but you're a dentist, <laughs> you know, but I, I have a dentist. I have a, my, my dentist has a, he's got a tattoo, a sleeve yeah. and a mustache and he's cool now. And it's new stuff. He wasn't like this a month or two ago. <laughs> and I'm thinking, yeah, okay. And it is clear that, um, you know, the millennials, though they assume certain, certain jobs, but they, they have this self-centered look at me thing about them within their job. Do you think that's a strength or a weakness? I think it is, it is, um, it is unique. Okay. Right now, we're not sure if it is a strength or a weakness yet. We're trying to figure that out. We're trying to figure out because okay. it's new. It's yeah. new and it could mean anything. It could mm. mean good because some guys use that whole thing and then they're able to become celebrity dentists. Mm. And now they charge more than others and it's just because they're famous. Okay. Uh, and w- with some, you know, you, you think, um, like it, 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 sometimes it takes away the, the, the esteem or the value of a certain character mm. or like we maybe you think of when you're thinking of a let's say when you think of a minister yeah, like yeah. before south africa <laughs> what was your description of minister like mine before south, south africa <laughs> south africa yeah not south africa south africa yeah. before south africa Minister, president, those two things for me were like, whoa, Highly that's huge. Yeah. Yes. Like, wow, you're going to meet a minister. It was crazy, you know, and you, you expect, and there are still ministers who are like that. You ex- expect only the most esteemed things to come out of a minister's mouth. You expect them to walk with poise and dignity and you want to walk slower. You want to lower your voice when you speak to them and yeah. hold both your hands when you're speaking and like, you know, wear your best clothes because yeah. you're meeting a minister. And you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. the gravity, the gravity a minister is supposed to yeah. have. Ah, South Africa. You have ministers taking selfies. You have ministers, um, talking rubbish about people using Uber. And you like, and then the sonas are the award ceremonies for the it's year. So like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, Yo. and this is this, these guys are not millennials, but they are influenced by the millennial behavior. So do you think that the current culture is making them conform? So they, tr- they conform yes. to the culture. They're, so. Because they're trying to appeal to the next generation yeah. of voters. Yeah. The next generation of voters, 2018 and beyond, these millennials are going to be the ones. The selfie kids, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the Facebooks. Yeah. So if we are on them and we speak their language and we are vibey and we are trendy mm. and we trend all the time, Time, guess who's gonna be the next president? Definitely the dude that is on Twitter, Donald Trump. You know what I mean? So, so as much as it is crazy to the conservative generation Z, I mean generation X, or and the even more conservative generation Y, but 
generation Z, the millennials, ah, Baba, anything goes. Collate. We 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 forgive fast. We you we know forget and, easily. That's yeah, the yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Donald Trump was the one who tweeted long ago. Ah, if I ever run for president, I would uh, I would go and be a, a Republican because those guys are so gullible. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Forget one, two, three. They forgot so easily. Yeah. Even if you bring back the text and you say, Yo, remember he tweeted this in two thousand and one or whatever. Mm. People are like, oh man, but that was all one Donald Trump. He's changed, you know. Man. He's changed. Yeah. yeah, it's a tweet, guys. You need to get over it. Mm. And and um, so what I'm seeing now is our ministers are starting to become like that. I mean, like when I meet some of them now, I'm, you know, not all of them. Still, as I said, there are yeah. some ministers who really still give you that thing that yeah. you, you that know, esteem. Yeah. yeah, that esteem. But some of them are pop and place ministers, man. <laughs> you meet them and you're like, yeah, yeah, nigga. You know, <laughs> I'll see you on Saturday. Drinks, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're thinking, Aish, man, you, you, they're pulling down the stature yeah. of what it's supposed to mean to be a minister. I feel you, bro. Mm. Okay. So the reason why I was asking if it's a strength or a weakness, cause yeah. I'm trying to understand what do we need? Like, is it a lack of purpose? Maybe do we need to try and figure out our purpose or how we can people? Use yeah. I think, you know what? People, people are not, and people, people have, have stopped giving. Yeah. People, people are like, I don't give a F, you know? That's, <laughs> exactly. It's, and people are starting to take more than they give. So basically some people give because they want to get. And that's, that's yes, the yes, problem. Yes. Most like in almost anything, in almost anything these days, it's so hard to get people to come along to something unless you can convince them of what they're going to get. Yeah. And normally they don't just want a feeling. They want, Something in the pockets, like mm. you, you, you say, "Hey, let's start an NPO, or let's let's do this, or let's do that." Like somewhere underlying, like if you if you say to someone, "Hey, man, help me push this car," they're thinking, "Who are you? What, what, yeah. Maybe you can do something for me after we've pushed this car." Yeah, and there's not that whole. No, you don't have to do anything for me. It goes to the to as far as you know when 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 you give a girl a lift. Yeah, when you give a girl a lift, what are you expecting? Mm, mm, mm. That's do you want her number? Do you want? Do you see, and that's should the thing. it be a fling now? And that's the sad thing because there's always intentions behind everything now. So there's no, Why? Yeah. there's no honesty, there's no integrity, there's no just. There's uh, some guys. I was having a chat with some guys yeah. um, uh, a, c- a couple of weekends ago, and it was exactly about that. Yeah. It was like, um, yo, look, if if I if I give a girl a lift, dog, no, uh-uh, Baba, I can't just yeah. drive out of my way. He's like, first of all. If, if, if I'm going from here to Midrand and that girl lives in Joburg, I'm sleeping in Midrand. <laughs> but what he means is that the car's not going to pass Midrand. Midrand. And if she really wants to go to Joburg, she'll wake up in the morning from my place and go to, <gasps> and I'm like, huh? Can't, like, yo. Chivalry is dead. What happened to saying, hey, look, it's okay. I'll, I'll help you out. Then they're like, ah, for what? My petrol. And (laughs) I'm thinking, yeah, fine. Let's say she really didn't have money, but now she's here and she needs your help. She really needs your help. And, and what else could you do? Now she has to, now, now she has to pay you in kind. Yeah. It's messed up. And it's, and it's really just how it, it's so weird. It's, it's as if, if you give a girl a lift, and then you 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 drive all the way far there where she where she lives. Yeah. And you drop her off, and you're just like, "All right, cool. Have a good night." And you close the door. Even she's like, "Whoa!" She's like so surprised. Yeah. What? He didn't even try something. Not a nothing. Justin, yeah. Ah, that guy is ro- something's wrong with him. Exactly. And now, 
<laughs> it's sad. No, it, it's sad. You know, because it has now become the new, the new minimum. It's the norm now. That's the thing. Mm. It's a sad thing, and that's the norm. And I think that's the thing, bro. We need to get to a stage where we realize that it is. It's far better to give than to receive. That's the yeah. purpose behind it. And for me, I feel the fact that our generation specifically doesn't know how to find their purpose yeah. because there's so much out there. Social media is great and all that, but I think it's so distracting if you continually mm. consumed by pushing out content that p- points people towards yeah. you always tell tell me what what used to be the thing that like how did people teach people that no you can do something for someone and not expect something back like what did is it because maybe you saw your dad do something for someone and then I think it's leadership, bro. Like, you see it from your parents first. And for me, I always say leadership is example. So you see the example of somebody you really look up to and how they handle mm-hmm. themselves and carry themselves. And that's how you knew how you're supposed to do things. Or maybe, maybe after that time, people started going to work, mom and dad. Yeah. Then only the nanny is at home and she's taking care, but she's not taking care of you from love. Mm. She's taking care of you because she's going to get paid. Exactly. So you, you associated like, yeah, you only do good things because you know mom's going to pay you. Yeah. And even me, I'll only do good things because I know someone here is going to give me money. Exactly. Do you think that might be... I think it I think it influences a lot of the things, but I think we get, need to get to a stage where we make a decision for ourselves and really yeah. find out how we can play a part in contributing and influencing yeah. the culture. I'm really firm on influencing the culture. Mm, there were, I, I, I've heard this thing once that there's nothing more fulfilling than helping someone who has no means of paying you back. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, if you like, I think the most important thing you need to realize about purpose, and I'm going to play a clip right now, is that purpose is something that you pursue no matter it, what. Like it, you don't even need to get paid for it because you're that passionate about it. You know, mm. if you can immerse yourself into something and you're completely passionate about it, when you pursue that purpose, money naturally follows you. Mm. And those are the things that we've heard in the past. But have a listen to this and then now uh, let's continue this discussion because it's going sure. deep, eh? A lot of people ask me, how do I know what my true purpose is? The answer is the difference between a career and a calling. It's the difference between satisfaction and fulfillment. It is the difference between an interest and a passion. What is the difference between an interest and a passion? So many people are interested in this, interested in that. But see, when you go to marry somebody, you don't get down on one knee and say, baby, will you marry me? I am interested in you. No, no, you don't do that unless you want to get smacked in the face and then left. You got to say, baby, I am passionate about you. You complete me. I, I, I cannot truly live this life without you, without us together. That's operating from the heart. And if you don't operate from the heart, I can guarantee you'll live a life climbing a ladder. And if you get to the top, you will realize that it was laying against the wrong wall. They say never become too good at something you hate or they will make you do it for the rest of your life. So look, ask yourself these three questions. What are your natural talents? What is something you enjoy doing? What is something that you can't shut up about? You got to read, write, and talk about it. That's how you get closer and closer to your mission or purpose in life. Still confused? Okay, so I believe that the best teacher of how to live life is death. Legend has it that when we are on our deathbeds, we will be visited by ghosts. These are the ghosts of our ideas, dreams, abilities, talents given to us by life. 
And if we never acted on that idea, never pursued that dream, never worked on those skills used our voice or wrote that book, then those ghosts will say we came to you and only you could have given us life. But now we must die with you forever. So ask yourself this question, my friends. Engage this thought experiment. If you had one year to live, 365 days, and whatever you chose to do, you were guaranteed to succeed at, what would you do? Chances are that is what you should be doing right now. And that's exactly what it's all about, bro. It's really mm. figuring out what you need to do with your life. If you had a year left to live, what would you do with your life? How would you live that life? Because there is an urgency in that in that type of situation. And I think one of the greatest things I heard from that clip was the fact that he said, never, never become too good at something you hate because they mm. will make you do it for the rest of your life. Hey, that thing is deep, bro. And I mean, I think there are many people who are very good at something, but they actually hate the job. Yeah. But but they've just become good at it. Sometimes, interesting enough, yeah. <laughs> your parents maybe forced you to to um, be good at maths because that's what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. And then you became good at it. But and then they said, okay, now go study this or that. And then you said, Ish, but that's not what I want to do. But then you became good at it. Yeah. And now they're like, no, Wait, but you're so good at it. You're like, yeah, I know, but no, you're good. Like, listen. Go Go for it And then now you're there And now you feel you're like there. you're dying inside dog But, you're, but you're getting promotions <laughs> Hey You're getting promotions You're getting all the money in the world But you feel yeah. like you're dying inside And I think it happened to people like Bruce Jenner <laughs> like, This boy think I'm too good at it But it's not me <laughs> Yo I know it Okay cool But not exactly Bruce Jenner But what I mean is The Bruce Jenner type of career Yeah Where you Deep down You're you Deep down, you're a, you know, you're a doctor, man. Yeah. But now you're here, um, doing mechanical things, and you're mm. thinking, this is not me, man. Dang. I, I, I want to deal with people. I want to solve those problems. Yeah. And now, you're too good at this one. So mm. everyone is telling you why you should, and then debt is also telling, telling you why you should. And the system is locking you down yeah, that Baba. time, bro. Then, then it actually comes to life. What this guy says that. We things, life, situations will force you to do that thing for the rest of your life. Yeah. Then that's where the midlife crisis comes in. Yeah, hey, it's now life. the quarter life crisis, bro. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I love yeah. how millennials are really accelerating things, dog. Like, yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> everything happens way faster in millennial life. Like, yeah. uh, like those guys took longer to decide on things. Yeah, I millennials, Baba. Now you're deciding, hey, Baba, this is not good for me. It's going too slow. I, I want that. I want that. I want yeah. that. Millennials, I think another thing, thanks to TV. We think that we can be be anything, and mm. so we actually want to be everything. Yeah. You get so many guys who are coming to audition for casting, for instance, who are who are um, doctors or scientists, or you know, in the bio biochemistry field. Yeah, yeah. But they're out here trying to be an actor or a singer or a poet, or and you're thinking, oh yeah, because you could do it all, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I, I think that is also what TV taught because. One moment you're watching 
um, Eminem and you're like, you are so wanna be Eminem. Yeah. Then you're watching your TV, you're like, ah, I wanna be your TV too. <laughs> then, <laughs> and then, you know, you see t- top billing and you're like, yo, even that one. I Actually, can do it all. I want all these yeah. things. Man. Like, so many times where I host these, these workshops and I say, hey, so look, I offer, um, MC and, and, um, public speaking, uh, radio presenting, voiceovers. Which one do you want? And then people are like, actually, I want all of them. All like, of them. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And <laughs> yeah. that is, that's the dilemma of the millennial. Yeah, bro. It's quite crazy. Mm. So, I mean, we, we're still talking about giving back. We're still talking about living a life of contribution and, yeah, and yeah. trying to, to really uh, leave a legacy, if we can put it that way. And, um, and, and, you know, enrich people with your presence, uh, in, and in everything that you do as well. So that it's not just about you, but it's also about, you know, the benefit of the people around you as well. Uh, and, uh, we've got a lovely lady right here in studio. She, in fact, uh, she's got that smile like she knows us. You know what I mean? That's because, uh, about a year or so ago, she has actually joined us before. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it's always really great. I mean, we always promise people like, wow, man, we need to carry on this conversation. The time was too short. Yeah. And at least, now we could actually uh, fulfill that promise, right? So I've got uh, um, Tuli Smego right here with us, a lovely lady. And if, if you're new to her, uh, which um, some of you might be, um, just a you know just a quick one-two about her. She's an entrepreneur, philanthropist, MC, speaker, founder of TS Management Consultancy, co-founder of Girls Invent Tomorrow, founder of the Next Gen Leadership, director at Ideology Agency. My goodness, she got awards, man. She got things This girl right here Actually this she, woman now She got a sparkling thing On her left hand or, You know what I mean she, so, she's, she's truly the everything Truly, the, every, truly the everything man Somebody put a ring on it Just because of that It's like man oh man Look at all this I'm gonna get you And I'm gonna make sure That I give you all the cows You need Truly, how you doing Hey guys how are you doing <laughs> oh, you're Fantastic good, Tell me how high was the Lobola Tuli Not high My family really? about um about About making me for it's about yeah. family. It's about yeah. families coming Two together. Two cows. No, One cow. No, no, guys. Chicken. <laughs> Beef. Pride <laughs> <laughs> pack. Yeah. For also and then, yeah. Exactly. Pride. Exactly. Only a pride. Ah, this is fantastic. You have a sister. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I'm the baby taken. The last ah, one. Ah, tragic. Slay for you, Wizard. Hey, Slay for you, bro. I go. I'll wait for the next generation. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag next gen. Right? Yes, exactly. You got it. You got it. All right. Absolutely fantastic. So, Tuli, um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, we, we, we chatting about a couple of things here. We're talking about millennials and, and how people are so self-centered these days, you know, um, and it's less about giving back mm-hmm. or, or, or in fact giving in total, yeah. not without expecting anything back, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it, so often, for instance, I see you have a couple of N- NPO type of ventures as well. So often when you start it, you're thinking, but how am I benefiting from this? And you're like, no, no, but that was not it that's not why i started this yeah. but then it's hard to convince the people that especially millennials that want to work with you that yeah. guys let's do this for the kids <laughs> and then we're going to get money then we're going to use it all for the kids yeah. and then like can't we keep some of it like no this is for the kids yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tell us about that journey for yourself 
Um, I think for me, you know, I think a lot of the stuff that I've I'm doing and I'm, I've learned and I, how my life has changed. It's it's upbringing, you know. I yeah. I, I, I was raised by an, um, the most amazing mother. My mom mm-hmm. was really like um, uh, I call her a power woman. You know, for yeah. her, she always believed that um, you're not here in this world alone. You know, you live in a world with other people, and yeah. whatever you do, you need to think of the next person. Mm-hmm. So from when we were kids, we were encouraged to think of other kids, to think of people around us, to think of people who we know that might be struggling, that might need help, and not just focus on ourselves and um, be self-centered like, I, like yeah. I know you guys spoke about earlier um, so one of the things that she did for us when we were kids which is which is what, where I am now today is um, you know when you when you when you when you when you're young when you've got school uniform you've got school shoes um, you outgrow it very quickly mm-hmm. and you always want the latest you want the new shoes you yeah. want new stuff. so we had a culture at home where things that we didn't want we had to put in a box Mm-hmm. And that box was um, a box we used to give away to to charity, and mm-hmm. um, it was one of the things that she she taught us to do. And she said, just because you don't want something, or you outgrown something, think of the next person. There might be somebody who would appreciate the jersey, or might pre- appreciate the shoes. So one of the things that we did with her was we take our uniform, we take our toys, we take all all, all the things that we had that we didn't want, yeah. um, and we give it away. Charity would visit the families, would know the families we were giving our stuff to, and those families end up becoming part of our family. Mm. So I think you know when you grow up in an environment like that, um, and you get Taught to think of Ubuntu basically I, yeah. mean, I think we, it, it, that is the culture of how, yeah. how We grew up back then and you grow up in an environment Like that and you have a, a mother who encourages that And you have a father that that's also that speaks The same thing you know you cannot you It starts becoming you it, becomes, yeah. it starts Becoming a part of who you are so I think my Journey growing up and the things that I did The decisions that I made with my my businesses Or um, even at school you know at school I was part of outreach, I did outreach programs I used to teach extra maths um, in the Communities we used to serve in at our schools because That was you know part of who I I was and yeah. it, it, it's in my DNA so yeah. to speak and um I think now that I'm in a position where, you know, I, I've got access to corporate clients, I've got access to amazing people that can help me. Um, I'm trying to change the way we do things as human beings. I'm mm. trying to change the way we look at life. You know, I'm, 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 oh, I'm, I'm, I'm by, you know, I'm, I'm very passionate about giving back and doing, you know, get the next person. You must always think of the next person. Definitely. So definitely. I think for, with my business ventures, I've tried to try to create them in such a way that whatever projects we do, we need to empower other people. So you're all about influencing the culture to ex- some degree. Exactly. I'm, yeah. And influencing the culture, empowering the next person, and taking the pe- taking people up with you. You know, you know, there's mm. there's always there's this thing that uh, women when they get to power positions, corporates, or whatever it is, um, this is a thing that apparently you know we get up the, the, the we, we get up the lift. You know, yeah. you get to the top floor. When you get to the top floor, you literally shut the door and you're like, sorry for you, or wanna pambili. You know, so there's this perception that powerful women um, do that. Mm. So I'm trying to change that from from my perspective and to show people that not necessarily it's not necessarily the truth. Yeah. You know, I think you know you can see that. People are trying to change that And I think it's not just me It's just the other people That are trying to say Guys Let's help each other You know Mm. Let's When we get to the top of the lift Open the lift And let other people come with you Exactly But while you're doing that Um Give the people the tools and resources. Definitely. You know? um, and I think mm-hmm. that's, that's really who I am and what I'm about. So yeah. I think in, in the, in, to, to add to our discussion, I think something that you can add value in is what do you think millennials need to move forward and really create the future for the next generation as well? I think they need direction and guidance. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, like I know earlier you spoke about um, the, the 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 S's. I, th- I think that is so. Br- it's actually brilliant. I was like, I must use that when I when I do my talks. Mm. The S's is it's you know it's the the selfies, the self centeredness. Mm. The you know I think that is so powerful because. Millennials are driven by that. It's mm. it's me, me, and you know, and it's 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 never about um, 
what value can you add in the next person's life? Yeah. You know, and I think it's, 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 it's scary when you see young people just want to be with the right people at the right place, showing their lifestyle when, you know, they can do so much more. When you start engaging with them and you realize how much value they can add to just a society, yeah. um, you're like, you, you, you get sad, saddened by it because you think, you know, instead of being so self-centered and yeah. being about my Instagram account or whatever it is, Think of other people, you mm. know, empower each other. So I think for me, they, there's a lot of, they lack a lot of direction, mm. you know, and guidance. You know, I think we grew up in a time where I was raised by a community of women in my neighborhood. Yeah. You know, when Kale Soweto, next door was able to, um, reprimand me, you know, and that was how we grew up. Yeah. It was never a bad thing. My mom wouldn't have an issue with it or my dad wouldn't have an issue with it. Now it's a bit, it's a bit harder, you know, um, and we as parents, the, 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 the older generation where we, the, as parents, is, we coddle our kids, you know, we don't discipline our kids, you know, and it's harder for somebody out Outside your family to discipline your, your child yeah. because it's it's unheard of, you know. Mm. And I think that's that's part of the reason why these kids are lacking that direction. They're lacking that, you know, that um that motivation. And also, you look at the older men and even the older women. You mm. know, we also about popping bottles and yeah. the lifestyle and all that stuff. So young people, their role models be, end up becoming those people. So what do we do in that instance? So now we need to, you know, people like the media and, you know, people that have got, they've got the, 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 the platforms. Yeah. They need to start showcasing ordinary South Africans, ordinary people that are doing ordinary things that are not, you know, on, 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 on TV, that are not a DJ, mm. that, are, that are actually doing things besides themselves. We have to get to a mm. stage where we're telling real stories. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think that's the part that we are missing. You know, yeah. and I think even the people that have got the power, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'll use DJ Spoo for, for, for an instance. I mean, yeah. He's a powerful brand. Mm. And what I love about DJ Spoo is that everything that he does has a purpose. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's using the platform that he's been given, the, the tool that he's been given to, to change other people's lives. Yeah. And for me, I think as people on TV, radio, um, wherever you are, you have, you've been given this amazing tool. It's a powerful tool. You know, instead of using it just for you, um, and self gratification and how amazing your life is and where you travel all, all over the world, Use it for other people as well. You know, mm. you, you, you've been given that. You've been, you know, yeah. you've been blessed with that tool. Use it for the next, for other people. Mm. And I, and that's the part that I feel is, is lacking for me from my perspective. Yeah. Let's actually just, we, we have a, a list right here about 15 of, of some of the greatest leaders in the world. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, throughout history. And, um, it's, it's quite interesting to see where, who places how, yeah. Like what do you guys Who do you guys think Is going to be the top three if, Like if you just had to Kind of like guess From the top of your head I'd probably say Oprah mm-hmm. um, I'd probably say um, I'm trying to think Ooh. I know Mandela has Ma- to be Mandela there Mandela is mm-hmm. also there It's probably there Yeah um, Probably Gandhi mm-hmm. On that list Cool You already mentioned yeah. three Okay yeah. You can start right there <laughs> Cool what, uh, you, You've only mentioned One name um, Yeah So I feel Mandela's there Definitely uh-huh. Gandhi I agree with you Lesejo <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Martin Luther King. Martin yeah. Luther King. Yeah. Okay, he should be the third. Okay, yeah. cool. So it's quite interesting also to find out what what moved them and what attracted people to them. Yeah. Let's look at some of the first two. First, um, the I mean, the the, the let's say starting from number fifteen. Okay. Number fifteen, a gentleman who who passed away not too long ago, Fidel Castro. Oh, oh yeah. Uh huh. Fidel Castro is one of uh, the two faces of the Cuban Revolution, which started around the year 1953. He went on to become. Um, the president
president and the prime minister of Cuba in the years after the Cuban Revolution. He um, devised and put into action the entire Cuban Revolution, during which he had to face many problems, crises, and also many attempt, attempts of assassination. His vision, courage, and strategic and, um, and strategic analytical reasoning has uh, um, gotten Cuba where it stands today, not just um, so true. Where it stands today, guys, yeah. he has proved to be over the years a great leader and a great commander. This this type of stuff, guys, d- d- don't start when you're sixty or forty. It starts in your twenties. These so guys true. started in their in their in the, when they had the most energy. That's the stuff that they were doing. They yeah. were doing things to move not themselves but the the whole the country, yeah. the whole the, country, mm, saying, are. you know what, I don't like the way things are, are yeah. being done, and they moved the whole country. And then, and the other one, at number fourteen, um, Che Gov, Gov, Che Guevara. Yes, yeah. Guevara. Yeah. So Incredible person. This this gentleman here, you see, um, his um, um picture stenciled on many t-shirts. You know, t-shirts, yeah. signs along the road. You're thinking, who's this guy? Like, you know, I grew up seeing this face, but I never knew who this is. And yeah. I, and I'm sure a lot of people feel the same, and they they're not sure who it is, but it looks like you know, like I thought it was at, at some point. I thought um, it was um. Not Lucky Dube. Who's the other one? <laughs> like maybe Bob Marley, Lucky oh, Dube. Okay. That oh, vibe. Right, you know, I thought yeah. maybe it was just like yeah. a, a really cool guy. You know, yeah. I didn't know. The power. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I kind of knew that it, he might be military related because of the, sometimes you see the emblems, the emblems but you yeah. never quite knew what it's all about. So his, his first name is Ernesto. Um, better known as Che Guevara. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, an Argentinian revolutionary mm-hmm. who was, along with Castro, the main man of the Cuban revolution. He was a, um, a trained doctor. Interesting. Trained doctor. Yeah, yeah. That's what he actually um, studied for. And um, a, a, gor- a, in a, a leader in gor- guerrilla war- warfare. Um, um, after finishing his education as a doctor, he took a trip across South America with his friends, like a little holiday type of thing right after studying, right after graduation. And it was on this trip that he thought of a revolution. Mm. Having seen the sorry state of the people in every country, um, his compassion, charisma, and the love for doing good for others is what attracted so many uh, towards him. Today, he has become a symbol of rebellion world oh, over. Yeah. So he found his purpose on holiday. Yeah. On holiday. Damn. And then, while, like, you're a doctor, why do you have to care about people yeah. like that in politics? Just say, no, I'm doing enough healing them. Like, mm. I'm, like, I'm, doing I'm, my I'm part. fine here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so easy for the mom to have said, hi, man, when I'm in, don't go clean, man. Just go back to your practice. You studied. I paid so much it's money. True. Don't be out here trying to save the whole country. Not even the country, the whole, I mean, he was trying to save a continent, South America. Yeah. The, what the hell? Trying that's to save le- a that's continent? Le- that's another level. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to make the revolution of Africa. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it right the now. The whole thing. I just graduated. <laughs> Mom, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be a doctor. I'm going to start a revolution for what, Africa. What does it yeah. take, though? That's those. What does it take? Yeah. I think there's, you know, people like our Shea and um, uh, all the great leaders, it's, 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 it's how they see other people. Yeah. Live. It's about humanity. Mm. You know? It's about you wake up every, you know, as much as you, you, you are comfortable in your home and you yeah. see what you do. When you travel and you get exposed to the world or even just home at, at home, your own home, and 
you 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 wake up in the morning and you you see how other people are living and how they're struggling. You're like, no, but guys, something doesn't doesn't make sense, you mm-hmm. know. And then you look at how the one percent own so much, and yet there's you know there's so much inequality in the world. Yeah. So people like that, to them, something just ignites. Something literally, literally is like it ignites. Something just ignites to say, you know what, this is rubbish. Yeah. You know, the, human beings are supposed to live together. Mm. There's so much wealth. We need to share the wealth, and that's that. It, it just takes that. It, take, it just takes the one person to have the courage, and you know, to just literally go forward and say. I'm going to do this. I'm going to change the world, no matter how big or small. And I think the problem is with us is that we want to change the world big with big things. Yeah. I want to change the world. It's not the big things. It's the little things that you do every day in your life mm-hmm. that make a difference to the next person. Those little things Those become, are, big, become thing. big things. Yeah. Exactly. Powerful, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the big thing that young people need to understand that if you see something and you see the value you want to add, don't want to make it big and I want to do a big event and invite these people. No, start small. You yeah. know? Start within your means. Start within what you do and say, okay, you know, 10,000 yana, maybe I can do a breakfast at my house, invite somebody, a speaker to come talk to other young kids. That's how it starts. It starts small. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then you then mm. go big. And I think those people, yeah. to them it was like, I see something wrong. I'm going to change it, you know? Mm. And they use the people around them. Use the yeah. people around you. Yeah. And those people it. got attracted got to attracted them because to them. of exactly. seeing the vision. The vision. The charisma and the love. Absolutely. So definitely, I know you're hosting an event pretty soon. Yeah. Tell us more about that before we even mention the top three, because I want to hear the <laughs> yeah, top three. I'm also yeah, I'm also. Yeah. Um. So for me, the next gen is really about um young people for yeah. young people. I'm very passionate about young people, and I think young people have got so much tools and so m- the world is the world is your oyster at the moment. Yeah. There's so many things that are geared towards you, and at the same time, there's it's it's, it's information overload. Yeah. So I think for me, the next gen is really just uh uh. uh uh, an event for young people to come and talk about, mm. you know, what they're doing, um, to talk about their careers, to talk about their journey, and for young people to kind of like, you, you guys are the next leaders, mm. you know, and you need to kind of find ways and tools on how you're going to move forward. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that are happening now that are affecting the way we're moving forward as young people. You know, there's corruption, the economy is not working, um, jobs, people are losing jobs. Yeah. So for me, it's, I, 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 you know, we've got speakers that are, are doing well. You know, they, they're in their careers or whether they're, they're, they're in careers or they are um, entrepreneurs and they're going to talk to other young people about their journey, you know, mm. what they did, how they maneuvered to get to where they got. Yeah. Just to, to help other young people to say, to believe that anything is possible. You know, you need to believe that you can do it. Yeah. So we, it's a, it's a full day event, nine till three o'clock on the 12th of August. Where is it exactly? We've been fortunate to um, get Standard Bank as incubator as a sponsor. So mm-hmm. we're hosting it at the venue at Standard Bank Incubator in Rosebank. Um, and yeah, and it's, it, it, it's also because it ties in nicely with their, their big campaign that they're talking about called What's Your Next? Yeah, yeah. So it kind of ties in nicely with us because, you know, it's about next generation. Where yeah. you're going, where you, where you lead, where, what are you doing as leaders? And I think, you know, for us, it, it everything, it's falling into place very nicely. No, that's dope. And yeah. how do people get tickets and all that? Um, we are online. Um, then it's, it's next gen ZA. They yeah. can email me um, directly if they need any information. Um, I'm on Twitter if they want to get you know direct information. It's at Tulilo on Twitter. But yeah, we're online. We're tweeting. They can find all the information um, via online. No, that's dope. Okay, cool. Wizza, I'm ready for the top three. All right, cool. So um, some of the other names that are mentioned right here. Number thirteen, Alexander the Great. He was a great war leader. If you know a thing or two about him, we also got Ashoka here. We've got uh, Winston Churchill at number 11. At number 10, it's Julius Caesar. Mm. At number 9, um, Franklin uh, Roosevelt. Uh, we've got at uh, number 8, Napoleon. Mm. We've got uh, George Washington. We've got Adolf Hitler coming in at number Can 6. Can you believe it? I think if he was good, he would have been at number 1. It's yeah. just that he used his power he for did. evil. So yeah. a lot of people are like, Ish, yeah. 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 Uh, and then we've got um Mao Zedong at uh, number 5 um oh, Chairman Mao. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got at number 4 Abraham Lincoln. 
And number three, we have Martin Luther King. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's interesting. The the um, and number two, we've got Nelson Mandela. All right, yeah, all right. And at number one. We've got Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Almost on the money, yeah. So, yeah. Now, the interesting thing Almost is, guys, the that the the top two walked the South African soil. Mm. Top mm. two in the history of the world. The great leaders. Walked yeah. on this very earth. The, this very soil that we are on now. Who are you not to be great? Yeah. Who are you not to be? You breathing the same air mm. as Mahatma Gandhi and Nelson Mandela, some of the greatest leaders to ever walk this earth. In according to what some guys are publishing out there, so who are you not to be? And that's the right think, question. Yeah, that's but I'm right black. Question. I'm 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 not. The top three, two of them are black, black, black. <laughs> who are you not to be great? Just believe him. Who are you not to be unstoppable? You. Who are you not to make a revolution that will change not only your country, but not only the continent, but the world? Yeah. Who are you not to be? Thank you very much for listening, guys. This is Unplugged and In Charge Radio Show, and we're saying, who are you not to be great? This is CliffCentral.com.